Time to get started. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah. On 98.7 WNNS. We can charge anything we want. 2,000 a day, 10,000 a day, and people will pay it. And then there's the merchandise. This park was not built to cater only for the super rich. Everyone in the world has the right to enjoy these animals. They will. What, we'll have a, a coupon day or something. Sarah, Jurassic Park is for everyone, just not the super rich. That's right. Same goes for Taylor Swift. <laughs> Taylor Swift in Jurassic Park. I like what you did there. Yeah? I see Connections that. made. Well, uh, formal, I, I, former, excuse me. I find this kind of funny because I feel like she is uh, definitely privileged herself. But if she's calling it out, maybe there's a little bit of self-awareness there. Sure. Uh, Bethany Frankel, we just talked about her the other day. Real Housewives of New York star argues that only the elite can afford to see a Taylor Swift concert. And it's not for her real fans. Well, what if her real fans have money, right? Some of them do. Some of them do. Not all of them do. Not all of them do. Because she's got a lot of fans. She does have a lot of fans. And it's interesting. She was, while filming herself putting on makeup uh, in what appeared to be a walk-in closet, she's, you know, she has a lot of money. This is what Frankel said about the whole experience when she was at a Taylor Swift concert. It occurred to me that, like, definitely felt, quote-unquote, privileged. It felt like, you know, I felt a little bit of guilt. Like, we were there, and it was amazing, but I had heard stories of people that couldn't get tickets. I had no idea that 20,000 people would be uh, in the parking lot, and when I left, I ended up seeing a lot of people uh, on the streets in front of our hotel, and I thought to myself, the people in the parking lot are probably the workhorses of Taylor Swift. It's, it's not me. I'm not the one that's the ride or die that got her to where she she is, and they are. And so it occurred to me that they should raise the prices as expensive as they are and do a Tom's version. Like, you know, the shoes, we you buy one, we give one. It should be you buy a ticket and they give away a ticket because it really is unfortunate And I felt guilty when people were messaging me saying, like, I wish I could have gone. I couldn't afford it. I'll never get to go in my life. And no one was trolling me about it. Just a fact that they'll never get to go in their life. And it kind of broke my heart. And so I think there should be a different model because this concert going is becoming a really elitist sport more than when I was growing up. It was expensive and hard to get, but it was still attainable. That's true. I mean, like, look at Blink-182. When they were huge in their biggest time, they were selling maybe like $200 a ticket. And then when they came back, it's $600 a ticket. Man. Yeah, it's wild. And it's, it's going to be the same songs you heard before. <laughs> I know. Maybe with a little bit of Taylor Swift uh, mixed in there like they did. But yeah, maybe. No, I yeah, I think there is some, there is some uh, reality to that. You know, um, I don't know about the, the raising prices part and then doing buy one, get one. But like the buy one, get one might not be a bad idea. I don't know how you, you know, it's just like. How do you, you lower make, the prices? I right. don't know economics. How right. do you, how <laughs> how do you, you make do that, that How do you make it fair for everybody? It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. Air is what she got into, huh? Yes. Starring Matt Damon, Jason Bateman, Ben Affleck, uh, Viola Davis is in it, Chris Tucker. Viola Davis, my woman king. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that? No. What? Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, God. What was it? 
at? Oh, okay. Here's the deal. What we're going to do, folks, is uh, let's see. What do we have coming up next? We have headlines coming up next. I am going to find this for you and show it to you. It was the woman who played Anita in the new West Side Story. She came out and she did like this rap at the Oscars, I think it was. Oh, yeah. And she did, it was about like women, woman power. And she was like, uh, da, 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 da. And then she says, Viola Davis, my woman king. And it was like, went viral. <laughs> I'll find it for you, though, so we can both laugh at it. Yeah, no, we'll post it on our I website. I specifically did not watch that because it was really awkward. <laughs> it was so awkward. And because we're awkward people, you really feel it for Oh, you know man. I mean? <laughs> well, air follows the history of shoe salesman Sonny Vaccaro and how he led Nike in its pursuit of the greatest athlete in the history of basketball. Yeah, I love that sport. It's way better than basketball. <laughs> Michael Jordan. Uh, well, so in this one, you know, I kind of akin it to that movie Tetris we were talking about. Yeah. Two things happening. But, um, is there a lot of drama? Is there backstabbing that happens in this movie? Because there's a little bit of that going on in Tetris, but they're also dealing with like the Russian government. Oh, gotcha. So it's, there's a lot of like deep, dark things that happen to be able to make Tetris happen the way it did. Well, but- it's Sonny trying to get everybody together and on the same page and being like, yes, we need to pursue Michael Jordan. This is going to be huge. And here's why. And all of them are like, no, it's not that big of a deal. And we can find other players. And how good is Michael Jordan anyway? At what point of Michael Jordan's career was this? Was it early on? Very, very early on. Okay, so they just didn't know. Yeah, before he went to the NBA. Oh, before he went to the NBA. He was with North Carolina? Yeah, he was with North Carolina. And he was getting together a shoe deal? He was getting a shoe deal to go to the NBA. Okay, well then, if if they didn't have any kind of foresight on that one. It was between Nike, Converse, and Adidas. And Adidas was really cool at the time, and he wanted to go with Adidas. I remember that. I remember seeing, because it wasn't, it was in the documentary I watched about Jordan. Did you? you Yeah, I watched it. Oh, I watched it. Oh, you did? Okay. I did. So, yeah, I remember him being like, and no way I'm going with Nike. Like, it's got to be a Reebok shoe. Yeah. And uh, ended up going with Nike and it, I mean, it changed things for Nike, right? It changed things for, it changed things for, for everyone. Yeah. For everybody. Yeah. I mean, it was those are probably one of the most, I mean, not the most expensive shoe, but one of the most sought after athletic shoes of all time. It's the Air Jordan. The Air Jordan. Did you ever, I had a pair once. I don't, my husband did. I'm sure he was you're, big into yeah. basketball, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, I'm sure he had tons of Air Jordans. Yes. He was a big Air Jordan guy. Still is an Air Jordan guy. Um... No, I never owned a pair. I owned like Nikes, but never Air Jordan. Sweet. Nikes were still even above. Like we, that's one thing, you know how like you got the Junkos instead of the Jinkos? <laughs> yeah. My parents, for some reason, it was pay less for shoes always. So like they would get, like sometimes they'd splurge and get like Abercrombie Fitch or like I told you, I had that pair of Doc Martens and I was like, oh no, where'd you go? It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah. Rocky and Sarah. On 98.7 WN. All right, we got some music news. Central Illinois, let's see, kicking it off with Lizzo. She shared a uh, first look at her appearance on the season finale of The Simpsons, which, my God, I can't believe that show is still going it's still, on. When did that start? The late 80s, I, I think? Don't, yeah, it's been, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. A lot of people who have uh, gone through that production, it's wild. Uh, the singer took to Instagram to share a photo 
Uh, and a short clip of her in cartoon form. The caption under the clip read, Every icon has been on The Simpsons. Now I can add my name to the list. Thank you to the whole team for making this dream come true. Now here's what she had to say about it. Or actually, no, I'm sorry. This is what she has to say about it. This is a little clip from the scene. Sorry. Now we should move on to the part where your character slaps dad. Wait a minute. Isn't that just a sound effect? No, it's got to be real. Right, Lizzo? Uh, seems a bit excessive to me, but hey, psh, you're the kid. Maybe a few more for safety? <laughs> Who's safety? I don't feel safe. Ow. Ow. Why, you little... This beat is fire. Yo, Lisa, how about I get Sasha flute, you get your saxophone, and we, uh, jam. <laughs> <laughs> I love Lizzo so much. Ow. The 30, Ow. <laughs> I don't feel safe. They're taking it. The 34th uh, season, 34 seasons. The wow. 34th season fi- uh, finale will, um, let's see, it's called Homer's Adventure Through the Windshield Glass. <laughs> it's set to air this Sunday, May 21st. The teaser shows Bart Simpson taking on the task of repeatedly slapping Homer with Lizzo saying, this beat is fire. Interesting. I'm excited to see it. I'll yeah, watch that. Of course. Why not? It's like, uh, you know what it is with celebrities? The Simpsons is kind of like Sesame Street's become. Like all these like <laughs> pop stars and like uh, country stars are going through Sesame Street. Now. Yeah. I love it. It's genius. Well, Ed Sheeran is crediting Eminem for helping them cure his stutter he had growing up. All right. During an interview on the Howard Stern show, Sheeran shared his uh, develop. He developed a stutter after undergoing a remo- to remove a birthmark when he was younger. Hmm. He went through speech therapy at the age of nine, but it wasn't until his uncle gifted him the Marshall Mathers LP that his stutter was cured. It's a funny one, that, because my when I was nine, my I was going through all sorts of speech therapy, and when I was nine, my uncle bought me the Marshall Mathers LP, and he Marshall just said Mathers. to my dad, this guy's the next Bob Dylan, you got to let, let him listen. My dad didn't really clock it, you know? He was just like, okay, Edward's going to go and listen to that. And by learning that record and rapping it back to back to back to back, my, it cured my stutter, and I stopped, you know, talking like that. Years later, I've, I've made songs with Eminem now, and we've we've got to know each other quite well. And he asked me to play "Stand with Him" at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I remember getting the call for to do it, and I was shooting. It was in the uh, documentary. I'm shooting 14 music videos back to back. I get the call. Do you want to go and do Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? And it was on like my day off from shooting the music videos, and I was like, I can't say no. I can't. So I got a plane straight after one music video, flew there, sung, and then that night flew back, and then. Uh, and it was really worth it. Wow. Crazy life of a rock star. I was going to say it. Good morning, Springfield. So exciting, the audience will stop it. Yeah. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah. So delighting, it will run for 50 years. On 98.7 WNNS. What's your favorite unanswerable question, Sarah? I was unanswerable. going. Well, I'll go into my husband's office and I'll be like, what are you doing? And he's like, <laughs> I'm sure he loves that. Do you do that like every 15 minutes? <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing now? <laughs> and now what are you doing? Do you want to hang out? I'm watching this movie. You want to come take that one? Do you want something? I'm what? steaming broccoli. Do you want something? <laughs> <laughs> do you know that was in Sarah's wedding vows, everybody? That was in my wedding vows. Tell yes, that it was. story real quick. I love that story. Oh I know we're taking, we're diverging here, but this is I just know. salt of the earth kind so of stuff. So when we were getting married, we were doing our wedding vows and Brian's like, I love you so much. You're amazing. You're my best friend. And I <laughs> said I promise I hereby promise not to steam broccoli in the house because I know you hate it 
He says, I love you, and you say, I won't steam broccoli for you. <laughs> so why does great. my mother-in-law hate me? I don't know why. <laughs> she does not. I know, she does okay, not. Okay, okay, okay. She loves me. Um, all right, let's see what have uh, these Redditors said. Um, let's see what they said. What's your favorite unanswerable question? Mine is what happens after you die. Uh, and it's not my favorite <laughs> question. It's just a question that terrifies me. It's a question that I ask all the time. And uh, I don't know, you know, which makes me really uncomfortable. Oh, you just want to know? <laughs> yeah, I want to know. You're if not you going to know officially. If you could know when you die, would you Would you know? And no. then, like, you wouldn't. I wouldn't want to know when. No. No? Absolutely not. I want to live every day to its fullest and just enjoy the day. Okay, hold on. We're going to take this call. Let's see what they have to say about this. Caller, you are live on air. How's it going? Oh, hi. Uh, yeah, I was just calling in today. Uh, this wouldn't be Jim, would it? Oh, oh no. no. Rock station. Sorry. Rock station. Uh, call back. I don't know the schedule anymore. I don't know the schedule. <laughs> Neither do we. Neither do we. Neither do we. Look, do we. We're not sure. I, I'm sorry. I just found a schedule. <laughs> oh, no, that's I all right. I to get some information on oh, oh, yeah. this. We're not, this isn't the information line, sir. I'm sorry. We're doing a live show. We thought you were calling for us. Sorry about well, that. We'll no, talk well, to you I soon. I'm calling for some information that people might want to hear. Okay. okay. Well, not right now. Thank you for the call. Thank you very much. <laughs> no! Well, you're not even listening to our show. <laughs> but, no! Um, he'll get it out to Jim. He'll get he'll it out get to it. Jim. Yes, he will. That'll be fun. Well, you know what, Rocky? What? We tried. We did try. Um, this was one of my favorites. When the Pope dies, is he being fired or promoted? Huh. <laughs> yes. That's a That's good a question. That's a great question. It's an I interesting think, question. I think he's being promoted. <laughs> you know what? Let's bring you up, buddy. Let's bring you up. Welcome. Uh, here's another one. Does it make me look fat? Oh. Sarah? Yes. This is a new t-shirt that I'm wearing. Yes. Does it make me look fat? No. Your mouth said no, but your face said yes. <laughs> your mouth said no, but your face said yes. I'm still just thinking of that guy saying, no, 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 hang up. No, 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 no. Sorry. Um, are you sleeping? What a terrible a yeah, question to ask. I was. I do that to Brian sometimes, too. <laughs> Honey, are you sleeping right now? Are you thinking about work? What were you working on earlier? What's going on? <laughs> What's happening? Are you in REM? That's hilarious. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. Sarah, let me paint the picture for you. Real crystal clear. Okay. You're drinking. You're having a good time with your buddies, right? Or your girlfriends. Mm -hmm. And you're out. You're you're driving. You think responsibly, but you've still been drinking. Oh, boy. Yeah. You know, you think everything's good. You're having a good time. All of a sudden, you see those cherry lights in back of you pulling you over. What do you do? You talk to the cop. You accept responsibility for whatever goes your way, and then you fix your life, right? Mm-hmm. That's not what this guy did. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's 28 years old. He's going to learn a lot from this uh, experience. 28-year-old driver <laughs> got pulled over, attempted to switch places with his dog. <laughs> <laughs> when he got pulled over on suspicion of a DUI on Saturday night in Springfield, Colorado. Oh. 
Oh, man. That would have been so awesome if it was Springfield. Oh, my gosh. Police con- uh, conducted a traffic stop. Driver was going 52 in a 30 mile per hour zone. Okay. That's not cool. That's not cool. The driver attempted to switch places with his dog, a process that an officer watched as he walked <laughs> toward the car. Oh my gosh. <laughs> He'll never suspect me. Well, okay, I'm not going to arrest you for uh, drinking and driving. I'm going to arrest you for letting your dog drive. <laughs> the suspect, um, let's see, got out of the passenger side car and told the officer he wasn't the one driving. When asked whether he'd been drinking, the man tried to run away. Oh, this never ends well. <laughs> He's doing like every textbook thing, bullet point by bullet point, what not to do when you get pulled over by and the police. Now I run away. Oh my gosh. He was caught uh, 20 yards away from his car. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't make it too far. He tried. Oh, my. The police said they later found out that, uh, oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. I jumped ahead. A man and woman were uh, sober in the back seat, which makes this whole thing confusing. The car belonged to the woman. Uh, Police said that they found out that they were uh, all driving from uh, Los Animinas to Pueblo uh, and got lost in Springfield. So they made the drunk guy drive with his dog in the front and the two sober people were in the back. What uh, What was going on in this car? Mm, Methinks the two people were up to stuff they shouldn't be doing in a car. Oh, my. The driver was later found to have two active warrants. Yeah, give the drunk guy with the two active warrants and a dog your car <laughs> so you can sit in the back sober. This sure. makes no sense. Um, he was medically cleared at the hospital and then booked into jail for his warrants and on suspicion of driving under the influence. Driving well, ability was impaired. Driving under suspension and speeding and resistance. And letting a dog drive the car. <laughs> the other occupants of the vehicle took the dog along with the vehicle because they were totally sober. <laughs> well, we're fine. Good luck to you, though, sir. <laughs> right. It's really been nice knowing you. Your dog is now ours. <laughs> it's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 We've had her for two years. She is about 10 years old, and we got her down in St. Croix. Now, I think what happened was her previous owner was just a little too old to take care of her and take her okay. on walks. So they uh, relinquished her to the um, animal uh, welfare center down there. That's what they're called. And I was doing uh, kind of an APL thing like we do. And Dory was brought in and I was like, that has to be my dog. Especially because they were like, you know what? We're going to have to euthanize her because she has only three good legs. And and they were like, you know, and people just don't really want to have to deal with that here in St. Croix. Apparently in the States, people look for disabled dogs because they like that more. I love it. I love it. Um, I love her diversibility. Uh, I think it makes her personality so sweet. Um, But anyways, so we took her home and (laughs) the previous owner was like, you got to beware of this dog. She loves you. She'll be your best friend. She'll protect you. But she's like Houdini. And I was like, oh, I wonder what that means. That's weird. <laughs> so, you know, the first day we uh, leave her, we, we don't crate her or anything. And we both go to work. And this is in St. Croix. So we're you know, the house is empty. I get a call from our landlord saying, your dog's out. I don't know how your dog got out. And we, I mean, lock the doors. We put stuff in front of the doors, you know, 
barricaded her in, essentially. Mm-hmm. And when I pull up, she's just like looking me at the top of the driveway, just like, hey, <laughs> welcome home. Hey, nice to see you. And I go, and you know, in tropical places, they have those slat windows that you can like close and open okay. uh, to let air through. Well, she had broken just one of those and daintily like dove through the gap in the door between oh, no. bars. Oh my goodness. And got out. <laughs> I was like, Dory, what are we going to do with you? This is, what do we do? So we had to, I mean, it took time. So many glass things broke. We, we, we had to work on it really hard. We crated her for a little bit. Then she kind of felt good. But then we moved here. And when we got here, my wife kept her job that was in St. Croix. So she works remotely. Um, now, she also has a job for Keen on Pet Care. In my opinion, the best pet care business. Uh, if you leave and you need your animals watched, they're amazing. Um, but she works for them. So she's been doing these overnight jobs where she'll stay at somebody's house and watch their animals. So when she stays at somebody's house, I'm watching our animals. And they're alone by themselves because she's working from, instead of home, the place where she's watching the animals. Mm -hmm. And so we come back and Dory has just like charred up our our doors and like the frames and like deep, deep gouges. She had so much paint. She got a urinary tract infection. It was just all really bad. So we uh, tried again yesterday. Yesterday was the first real day that it happened. But uh, my wife comes back. There's more scratches on the door after we had it fixed. So it's like, oh, gosh, this is going to be a thing. Um, And so this morning, like, I'm trying to leave. And she looks at me like you can tell when a dog is upset. She looked devastated, Sarah. Like you were leaving forever. Leaving forever. She looked confused, bewildered, betrayed. How (laughs) dare you? Yeah, exactly. And she was, every time that I would walk away, she'd start like quivering like a leaf. This song goes out to our employee of the week. We'll work hard to make you happy. The best things in life are free. The Morning Routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNX.